Hot. And welcome to episode 67, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. All right. So, in part two, we start off with Shakespeare. Yes. I whip a little culture on you folks. <laughs> so all you people in England who should be able to appreciate this. A little <laughs> William Bud Shakespeare. William Bud Shakespeare? Yeah, Bud was his name. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. William Bud. Hey, what's up, Bud? <laughs> He's like, doth thou hi? What be going on, doth Bud? <laughs> William, air quote, Bud Shakespeare. <laughs> Is that real? No, of course it's not, you dipshit. Who you, why would the greatest writer of our time be nicknamed Bub? <laughs> Bud. William Bud Shakespeare. I don't know. I was never really paying attention in, in English class, so it could, it could be. <laughs> I don't know. I would have missed that one. <laughs> yeah, I would sure that, that would have jumped right out. Yeah, so we're going to do William Bud Shakespeare's classic play, Romeo and Juliet. Excuse me. Did you just call him Bud? Yeah, Bud. It was his, it was his nickname in high school. It was high school back then? Sort of. The king. They called him Buddy, and it stuck. <laughs> hey, Bud, you got a new play going on? Yeah, what's it about? Oh, uh, you know what? It's a tragedy. <laughs> really? Yeah, but this time it's about a girl and a guy. They're star-crossed lovers. In the end, almost everyone dies. Wow. That sucks. Yeah. A few months later. So, bud, what are you working on? I'm working on this tragedy. Boy and girl? No, no. This one's different. This is about a guy whose father gets murdered, and his mom marries his uncle. And they try, you know, he kind of debates, like, what's going on? All this going on while there's a war. And there's this girl, Ophelia. <laughs> I don't, you know, it, it again ends horribly. Really? You okay, bud? He's a little down. No, no, I'm fine. I'm perfectly okay. <laughs> a few months later. So, bud, how you doing? You know, I'm doing fine. Doing wonderful. You working on anything new? Actually, I am. It's about this guy. His name is Othello, and he's a king. He's a moor. Big, hulking African guy. Who's now, he's a moor. He leads his people. He's going to marry this woman. And then there's this guy. His name is Iago. And he's always talking stuff in his ear. Really? Yeah, he's talk, always talking shit about this girl. Like, almost driving to the point of madness. How's it end? Ends horrible. <laughs> Just nothing. <laughs> People die. Maybe you should start writing comedies, um, bud. <laughs> yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will. I don't know. I mean, I feel fine. How's the wife? She's a bitch. <laughs> Oh, okay. You think maybe that might have something to do with it? No. What, what are we talking about? Well, the art imitates life. You kind of a downer. Maybe the wife's getting on your case too much. Mind your own business. You're going to my plays, aren't you? You like my shit, don't you? Yeah. Well, then shut the fuck up. Okay, bud. You know? Then a couple months later, after Othello was a big hit, what are you doing? I know I took your advice. I'm doing a comedy. Really? What's it about? It's called Much Ado About Nothing. Sounds interesting. What it is, it's this couple, and they want to get married, but they don't want to get married to each other. They actually are in love with two other completely different people. Really? Yeah, and it's funny. <laughs> it's funny? 
Yeah. Because, you know, wackiness ensues and there's like, you know, there's a murder and there's cops involved <laughs> and there's pixies and fairies that are trying to fuck up the shit. You know, really. And it's, 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 it's a comedy. Yeah, I left. I was giggling the whole time. <laughs> Because I was smoking. That's why they didn't call me Bud. <laughs> I, I'm, you know, he's a notorious pot smoker, William Shakespeare. You knew that, right? You didn't know that, did you? That is actually one of true fact. I want to believe you. I'll, I'll have to pull the article because, <laughs> believe it or not, they found some of William Shakespeare's like <laughs> artifact kind of things, and inside the pipe there was <laughs> what he found his pot. <laughs> yeah, they found the the. <laughs> The hmm. pipe that he smoked was filled with marijuana. Okay. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, he just rolled a bowl right there, you know, and he died. It was residue. Okay. So it said that he, sm- he was a pot smoker. And why do you think they call him Bud? <laughs> hey, man, you got some of that, some of that Bud, Bud? <laughs> what are you talking about? Come on, Bud, you know what I'm talking about. Give me some of that Bud. <laughs> you know, some of that hashish. Ganja. Rocking the ganj, bud. Come on. He's like, I don't know, I don't know, know what you're talking about. <laughs> <sighs> to be or not to be? Stay away from my fucking pot. <laughs> Whether it is nobler in the mind's eye to pass, puff, puff, give, or not. Or suffer the slings and arrows of bogarting the roach. <laughs> bogarting the roach. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> what light through yonder window breaks See how the smoke Trails up and How the sunlight passes through the smoke This is the original text He had to edit it out Because you know He went talking out To let people know that Drug use was involved He's already poisoning And stabbing other people Like come on really Like come on dude Like really fairies and stuff Dude I'm smoking this great herb <sighs> I've decided to put fairies in it. <laughs> you know. <sighs> Just saying. <laughs> it's a comedy. And a couple of them come months later. After that, about to do on nothing's a hit. Dude, I got this another comedy. It's about twin brothers. And they're called the Brothers Karamazov or whatever the fuck. I haven't really figured it out yet. Because I'm so fucking high. And they work in a carnival, and oh, wackiness, wackiness ensues. So, Will, how's the call? Call me Bud. <laughs> okay, Bud, how's the wife, dude? I kicked that bitch to the curb. <sighs> wow, my birthday's coming up, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Congratulations. Want anything special? I know this dude. Think it's primo shit. <laughs> It'll make you see pigs flyeth. <laughs> okay, I'll. Uh, I, I'm like we're gonna be rocking it on my birthday. <laughs> and then on his birthday, everyone knows he died, born and died on the same day. Yeah. You okay? Like you did know that yeah, fact, right? Yeah. Okay. Dies on his birthday. <laughs> and they cremated him and smoked his ashes. <laughs> They put him in the bud, and he's, again, becomes William Bud Shakespeare. One final time. <laughs> that is the story of William Bud Shakespeare. Notorious pot smoker. And playwright. <laughs> the 
facts you just don't learn in high school. <laughs> Telling you exactly. <laughs> you want facts, folks? Listen to us. I got tons of them. So anyway, we start off, and I culture you people into William Bud Shakespeare's Star Wars. Nope. And then we get into some nerd news, and then we talk about uh, one of my favorite articles is the Gal Gadot's response to all the negativity she gets on the internet right. about her role as Wonder Woman. Yep. And then we'll just have to. You'll just have to. Figure out what we're talking about when you hear it. Until then, bitches, hold on. Puff, 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 piss. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters on AquaDetRadio.com. You can also find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and tuned in. Just search for Aquanet on those apps. Okay. I do not even hear you in my headphones. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. So, what are you touching? <laughs> that's not a good. That's not a back, good statement I'm, to make when you're on radio. Because I'm like listening to the. <laughs> I'm listening to the music, in uh, from the iPad. I'm going. Okay, it sounds differently. I, I can't. I, go, I can hear it through the headphones, but I can't hear you talk at all. I can hear you talk normally, but I can't hear a thing coming through the microphones. Is that any better? Turn it up a little bit more. How about that? Yeah, I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> can you hear me now? <laughs> yes, but now I hear your feedback, too. Let me turn you down a little bit. Is that better? Yeah, okay. Okay. Oh. Now it's oh. it's bad. Yeah, there's a loose connected wire. Oh, oh, oh. oh. See? Uh-huh. Fuck you, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> L- loose wire. I was just actually adjusting the volume on it. Is that... Does that look like a loose wire to you? Yeah, I was going to tell you it was bent, but then you were like, we got to get back. All right. <laughs> That's why I can't hear myself or anything, because <laughs> this connector is bad. Yeah. All right. <sighs> God. <laughs> All right, there you go. I pushed it down. Oh, it's gone. Uh, Wait, it sounds a little better. All right. All right. <sighs> I was going to do the rest of the show without headsets. Yeah. Which wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> I wouldn't. Because I hate wearing these things. But all right. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Oh, that's right. We're doing a show. Are we? You know what? Before we get into the nerd news. Yes. Since before break, we were talking about books and shit. Yeah. I brought in my nook, as I mentioned. Yes. Because I would like to read a passage. Oh, how entertaining. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. You're going to learn something today. (laughs) I'm going to get some book learning. Okay. For those people who love kind of like satire... Is the best way I could put it? Yeah. For the Star Wars geek in all of us, <laughs> I'm about to drop a little bit of William Shakespeare's Star Wars. <laughs> now, this is if William Shakespeare wrote the... Uh... This would be if William Shakespeare wrote Star Wars. Okay. It says, William Shakespeare's Star Wars. Verily, a new hope. The actual writer is Ian Dasher. Okay. Inspired by the work of George Lucas and William Shakespeare, obviously. Okay. Okay. Um, new book came out this year. Um, yeah, we did see it in Barnes and Noble after the movie. We yeah. Went to the, went to, and went into Barnes and Noble to look at uh, comic books and DVDs. <laughs> and just like in every, and I'm like, I've I pulled, I popped it open, I started reading like stuff out loud, 
And I thought it was very funny because I'm like actually thinking about buying it yeah. to have like my bookshelf. Yeah. <clears throat> but like in just like in every William Shakespeare play, they have the dramatis personae. Yes. <laughs> they have the chorus. Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker, a boy of Tatooine. Owen Lairs, his uncle. Baru Lairs, his aunt. Obi-Wan Kenobi, a Jedi Knight. Princess Leia Organa of Alderaan. Han Solo, a smuggler. Chewbacca, a Wookiee and Han's first mate. Darth Vader, a Sith Lord. Govern- Governor Tarkin, an Imperial of uh, the Imperial Army. You know, basically, goes down the list of All players. the characters, right? Like in your typical, you know. Now, what Matt- does it say for C three PO? I'm curious. Huh? Oh, uh, C three PO, a droid. A droid. R two D two, his a companion. Droid. Okay. Jabba the Hutt, a boss. Greedo, a bounty hunter. Wedge and Tilly's a rebel pilot. Biggs, Dark Later, a rebel pilot. Okay, and, I just that was yeah. So okay. So now imagine, if you will, I think we need to do we need to do this play live somewhere. <laughs> Geeksters present <clears throat> Star Wars: A New Hope. No, Geeksters <laughs> presents a uh, we call it. Um, Geeksters presents William Shakespeare's Star Wars. Brought to you by the works of Ian Dushan or so whatever his yeah. name is. <laughs> All right, so I I think we could do this because now imagine like a choir of people. Uh-huh. I mean, I gotta get my little drink. Get your, your drink on first, yeah, real quick. Wet my lips. <laughs> get you all moistened, <laughs> like well, you were moistened in the first hour. Well, when you read Shakespeare, you have to have the iambic pentameter. Yes, it is a tough read. I'm not gonna lie, because I I mean I'll be honest. The inner geek in me not only loves Star Wars, but I am a huge Shakespeare fan. That's something no one really knows. No, about. I did not know that about you. Loved all. Of Sh- I love Shakespeare. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. I mean, Bob Adam. I mean, okay, yeah. Everyone saw Romeo and Juliet when we were kids. That was, that was the that was the play you read in high school. Yeah. My all time favorite movie though was uh, Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet. Okay, I didn't see that one, but okay. It is literally the entire play on film. It is like a four and a half hour movie. But and and, and it's tough because unless you know Shakespeare, mm-hmm. it's hard because everyone's speaking in iambic pentameter. It, but the cast is phenomenal. Of course, Kenneth Branagh plays Hamlet. But you well, have Ken, Kenneth Branagh is the go to guy for Shakespeare because he's he's done a lot of <clears> Shakespeare yes. films. And he does very well. I mean, I, yeah. I did see Much Do About Nothing, which was a really good film he was in. Yeah, he was in uh, 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 Richard the Third. I think it was another yeah, one. Yeah, another one he directed. Him yeah. all, but he literally takes the play. Like the, this Hamlet set in more like uh, not civil, not in old. I wouldn't say like the. Oh my god! Why am I drawing a blank? <laughs> it's not set in the time the Hamlet's supposed to be set in Middle Ages. Okay, there you go. It's more like. 1920s England. Okay. Um, like at the height of like, like more modern. Like the war is more like a real war going on, not just not the Shakespearean war. It's it's really it's hard to describe, but it's beautiful. It's just a beautiful work of art on film. Okay. <clears throat> I picked up the Blu-ray when it first came out because this this wasn't what I was waiting for. Because I mean, I liked the Mel Gibson version. Mm-hmm. That was okay. But for some reason, it just didn't, like, Let's here you go. That was me. <laughs> Making sure because there was a hiss. I don't know if you were hearing it. No, I wasn't hearing the hiss. God damn, I've got rat fart ears. <laughs> I can hear a rat fart from a mile away. <laughs> there goes one now. <clears throat> I'm surprised you can't hear your own ass, though. <laughs> no, I, I welcome. I, 
I welcome. I oh, you son of a bitch! This is gonna kill me. <laughs> I'm gonna rip this thing, this console out if if this keeps going. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's 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 a good idea. <laughs> I'd be like, fix it. <laughs> Air your grievances. <laughs> the owner can hear you. I'll, I'll, the, I'll see if I can kind of tech work some magic finger. Like, but anyway. I need some scotch tape. <laughs> I need some duct tape. No, not scotch tape. What are you, a man? You are your pussy? It's man's tape. Duct tape. <laughs> Can't fix it. Duck it. Duck it. <laughs> so, so, I mean, so I'm like I said, I'm a, I'm a William Shakespeare fan. Okay. And I'm a Star Wars fan. Yes. So, let me allow me to read the prologue. Yes. <clears> that <throat> should be the cor- the car, the cor- the, 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 the chorus yes. of people. It is a period of civil war. The spaceships of the rebels striking swift from base unseen have carried a victory over the cruel galactic empire now adrift. Amidst the battle, rebel spies prevailed and stole the plans to a space station vast. Whose powerful beams will later be unveiled and crush a planet tis the Death Star's blast. Pursued by agents sinister and cold, now Princess Leia to her home doth flee. Delivering plans and a new hope they hold of bringing freedom to the galaxy in a time so long ago begins our play in star-crossed galaxy far, far away. <laughs> and an exit. <laughs> Act one! <clears throat> Scene one, aboard the rebel ship. Enter C-3PO and R2-D2. C-3PO? Now is a summer of our happiness, made winter by this sudden fierce attack. Our ship is under siege, I know not how, how hath that heard? The main reactor fails. Who shall most surely be destroyed by this? I'll warrant madness lies herein. R2-D2. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Meep, squeak. Beep, beep, beep. We... C-3PO. We're doomed. The princess... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See how it works? Yes. Brilliant! <laughs> R2-D2, beep, 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 beep. I, I got to figure out a way to be, obviously it's supposed to design to be ionic pentameter, but it's at 14 beats, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so trying to, I'm, I would love to be able to kind of figure out how to work that. Yeah. <laughs> Three P, and the best part about it is you can actually have just a regular actors just going, beep, 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 squeak, beep, 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 we, DPO, we're doomed. The princess shall not, shall have no escape this time. I feel the battle doth pretend to end of the rebellion. Oh, what misery. Exalt 3PO and R2. The choir comes back in. Now watch amazed as swiftly through the door the army of the Empire lieth in. As the, and as the troopers through the passage pour, they murder several dozen rebel men. Fighting begins. And a rebel it gives you all the stage crews and stage cues and everything. Wow. And a rebels, many die. Enter Stormtroopers and Darth Vader. Enter Exult and they fade out the black. Enter R2D2 with Princess Leia. Three POs across the stage. C3PO. Pray R2, where art thou? You see Princess Leia leave. R2, beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> and three for three PO again. At last, where hast thou been? I fear they come in this direction. Pray, what shall we do? My circuitry overlords, my mind overthrown, and fear hath put its grip into my wires. We shall be sent unto the place I dread, the Kessel Spice Mines, where no no joy returns, and there be blasted to who knows what. Artoo begins to exit. 
Anon, anon, R2, where doth thou go? O prithee, patience, leave me not alone. Aside, you know, even as aside, I, even though I mock and injure thee, I shall surely, I'll surely die if thou leavest me. <laughs> and exult in the knee, droids enter, exit, and see two. <laughs> I, I only got a sample. It's only sixty pages. Yeah. I'm not going to read them all, but I want to. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to need you to do the Vader breathing. All right. Not now. <laughs> Enter Darth Vader carrying Re- Rebel Leader by the neck and stormtroopers. Rebel One, the Death Star plans we could not find here and then, nor were they on the main computer. Lord, in short, they are not here. To there is an end. Now, Vader. Thou speakest well, my stormtrooper, and yet not well upon my ear the message falls. I turn to thee, thou rebel. I, I lift thy head above thy own. Thou canst not choose to keep thy secrets locked thief in thy head, and therefore lose thy life thou holdest dear, or keep, or else to keep thy head in the, thus thy life. My patience runneth quickly out, much like the sands across the dunes of Tatooine. So tell me. Else thou quick, diest quick, where shall we find the transmission thou dost intercept? What hast thou done, say, with those plans? Okay. <laughs> NC. <laughs> Acting. Acting. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that sounds interesting, though. I could see that being made into a play. I can see someone doing it as a play. I mean, why not? Like one, something off, off, off Broadway? <laughs> Newark, New Jersey. Yeah, so far off Broadway, it's in Pennsylvania. <laughs> you know, so I'm definitely gonna like just you know when when time comes, I'm probably just gonna buy the whole book and just read it because yeah. I think it's funny, and then just stand in the mirror and go, "What the hell gone, R two?" <laughs> like I can't, I can't only imagine what they're gonna do with the Jabba's yeah. and the Jawas, and obviously they have the, the Jabba the Hut scene. Oh, ho, yeah. ho, ho, doth Han Solo where doth thou go with thy spice of mineral? <laughs> I could almost do it just off the top of my head. Yeah. That's how, that's how much I like Shakespeare. I could do Shakespeare. Shakespeare! Shakespeare! I shall do the show rest like this. What doth thou say, Edward? <laughs> doth time for nerd news. Tis nurse ner- nerd news time? Yes. Surely you jest. Nay. The layeth on thou, O noble audience. <laughs> I pray thee, give us thy news. All right. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, <clears throat> well, the first article is actually I'm going, it's going to be an audio. So we're going to listen to something. But it's Will Wheaton sings hilarious linger- lyrics of the Star Trek to Next Generation theme song. So basically, it, I'm just going to say he's ripping my off my bit. That's right. Uh, you want me to hit the play? Since well, well, I want to try and see if we can work it on mine. I think I got the speakers working here, so let's uh, okay. give it a shot. If this doesn't work, we'll definitely use yours. Hold on. Ripping off my bit. Here we go. Uh-huh. Oh, no. It's, uh, it's yeah. just... I can't hear you. Yeah. It's going Ready? It's going out to... Ready? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Star Trek The Next Generation. It's the next generation of Star Trek. <laughs> He is doing my bit. Generation going through stars and Star Treks and lies. <laughs> there is the captain. Someday he'll be Professor X. <laughs> and there is Data, a robot guy who tells some jokes. Star 
the next generation. Hey, it's the guy from Reading Rainbow. <laughs> the next generation. Is that the kid who was in Stand By Me? <laughs> Trek the next generation. The first season sucks, but we get better. <laughs> so true. Trek the next generation. It will be the best Star Trek that ever was. Yay. <laughs> so, yeah, you can pretty much get the idea from there. Uh, he stole my bit. <laughs> what do you mean? Do I need to remind the audience about my lyrics to Geeksters? <laughs> I think you do. I think not. <laughs> I think you do. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally twisting his arm so he can do this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Here we go. You ready? <laughs> no, not yet. Almost. Okay. Come on, here we go. All right, all right, here we go. See, this is my bit. This is where I go. This is our show. Geeksters, 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 geeksters. This is our show called Geeksters. And here is this is Ed. And I am Sean. I'm singing the theme song. And what is the show called? I can tell you it's called Geeksters. 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 Now it's songs almost over. I hope you like our theme song for Geeksters. There. There you go. Yeah. I am thrilled. That was awesome. No, it wasn't. It sucked. (laughs) What do you mean it sucked? It was that was the best you've done. I make it up. That was art. It was art. Shakespearean even. I wouldn't go that far, man. We are Dothy (laughs) Dikistals. I'm Dude. trying to get them on the on our website as we're doing the trying to get who what their articles so people can watch them. Oh, them. because the idea of copying and pasting into the status line doesn't is it hard for you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Quick, actually. he's trying to do it live. Okay, well while he's trying to do that, I am going to read an article I found. Okay, all right, and it is called "The Worst Movies of 2013." Yeah, and look. I was able to basically copy and paste it on our Geeksters page in the amount of time it took me to tell you that. All right. <laughs> None of that fumbling around. So IGN posts this, this basically news article, the worst movies of 2013. So let's all play along and find out what movies we have seen. Yes. Okay. First up, movie 3043. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we saw this. It was okay. It wasn't rip-roaringly funny. Uh, the review score is 1 out of 10. Ooh. Yeah. It's a comedy that isn't funny. It's unoriginal. I kept checking my watch to see how much longer I had to sit in the theater. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was It was uh, not funny. No. Here's, here's another one. Uh, the Starving Games. The Starving Games? Yeah, it's got a 1.5 out of 10. The Starving Games basically is a 
is proof that God unjustly favors director Jason Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer because he let them create anything beyond the, the deplorable vampires suck. So basically, the guys who did vampires suck. Yeah. Did the starving games. It's basically, again, the classic airplane spoof or the Mel Brooks, how they spoof certain things. Right. They just, what do you call it? Uh, they try to become the next airplane for this generation with, like, Meet the Spartans. Yeah. So you're having problems posting that stuff, aren't you? I'm used to the, the old uh, Windows way. I'm This is a Mac, so I'm having What do you a, mean? Doing the, the, the Control-V or Control-C for the <laughs> Again, copy and paste. You know how, you know why I was able to simply do it really fast? Yeah. is because I went to the line. And you caught yeah. line, highlighted it, copy. Went to Geeksters, went to uh, went to status, paste, enter. <laughs> so simple, even a chimp I... can do it. <laughs> <laughs> you stumble through it like bull in China shop. All right, you got me. <laughs> so, continue. Uh, number three on this list is Delivery Man. I'm surprised because I actually went to see this. <laughs> it got two out of ten. This is the movie where, um, what's his face? Uh, God, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn is the unwilling father of 500 kids because of a mix-up at the sperm bank. Yes. And, of course, him he plays the typical Vince Vaughn role of, oh, I'm laid back and everything's cool. I got no direction in my life. And then all of a sudden, bam, here comes something that has to make me redefine who I am and, that makes me have to grow up. <laughs> I, I I mean, it looked good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the trailers, like from when I saw, you know, kind of thing. But I just didn't see it as something you would go see to the in the theater. Like that's something I would probably catch on DVD. Yeah, or cable. Yeah. 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 The next is Generation Um. I never even heard of this movie. It's got stars wow. Keanu Reeves. It's a frustratingly close to doing something interesting. Ultimately, though, <laughs> like its title, the film finds itself completely incapable of delivering an articulate, cohesive thought. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Oh, here's a movie that I almost saw. Getaway. <clears throat> That's the Ethan Hawke movie. Oh, oh, oh okay. Um, it got a three out of ten. <laughs> wow. Put the Fast and the Furious, Saul, and Taken into a Blender, and the resulting idea is close to Getaway. But this movie is a toxic theatrical experience whose incoherent action act as a min- action acts as a m- microscope to the inane story it relies on for foundation. Wow. Here's another one. A Haunted House. <laughs> it goes back to the paranormal. Like, you know, it's basically the Wayne Brothers doing the whole... Oh, is that that comedy? Yes. Oh, okay. A Haunted House pokes fun at the subgenre of the found footage horror movie in the vein of paranormal activity, the devil side, etc. Right. These films seem perfect for spoofing with their lo-fi look and focus on demonic possession. Unfortunately, instead of trying to poke fun at the cliches within those films, A Haunted House goes for cheap laughs instead. All right. Uh, only God Forgives, starring the hottest actor in the world in a violent under, underworld revenge saga, is unforgivably dull. That's Ryan Gosling. Ooh. 
Uh, planes. Planes. <laughs> Disney can't always bring a winner. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you expect? I, I got to be honest. When I first heard her make this movie, I thought, why? Right. Like, it just made no sense. I mean, obviously, make Cars 3. Yeah. Like, no, but you're going to try to spin off in the planes? It's like, what? But anyway, here's here's what this reviewer put. It got a 3 out of 10, by the way. Okay. Apparently, we must be going up the scale. <laughs> I, I like I don't know if that means like one is the best of the worst <laughs> or not, <laughs> but uh, here it is. It shouldn't be enough to simply ride on the fumes of cars, replacing one vehicle with another, especially from a studio such as Disney, which has built a legacy on creating quality family movies. Cars and Cars Two might not have been the greatest of Pixar movies, but they definitely had much more soul and horsepower than this. <laughs> okay, here's a movie I'm not surprised was on the list: The Smurfs Two. The amount of actual... Did I make the list? I know you're trying to be sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of actual talent in this film is astonishing. Even more astonishing is that they're all being used to create something so pithy and worthless. Smurf this and the Smurf it wrote in on. <laughs> Again, here's another movie I'm not shocked. Grown Ups 2. <laughs> the unfunny and unengaging Grown Ups 2 aims for the lowest possible comedy target and fails to hit even those. <laughs> okay, now here's a movie I saw and I liked. Identity Thief. Okay. That's uh, with... Um, um, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, and, and Justin Bateman. Blue, yes. Uh, reliable leads notwithstanding, Identity Thief re- invokes little to no substantial comedy <laughs> while berating the viewers with illogical storytelling and shallow character development. I, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I, I, thought, I was like... <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I laughed. I chuckled. I mean, I didn't feel like my life was different for it. It's not on my must-see list. Right. But I was like, all right, all right. I didn't think it sucked. Uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D. Wow. That was this year? Yeah. Wow. The beginning of this year. Okay. A few fun 3D-aided jump scares aside, Texas Chainsaw 3D is a, is a generic and laughable attempt to follow the original. Here's a movie that uh, I've bought and we haven't yet watched yet. R.I.P.D. What? What did it get? What did it get? It got a 4.3 out of 10. So it's, it's, right. it's up there. It's getting better. Um, it's a colossal mess of an action movie. Nothing schwanky got right in red. Oh, okay. Nothing director got right in red is on display amid R.I.P.D.'s barrage of special effects. The monsters looks like cut scenes from Left 4 Dead. A post-death frozen effect is ripped right out of the Philips TV commercial, and every other shot is a fake CG-assisted snap zoom, the worst trend in modern action filmmaking. Wow. Here's a movie we both saw. Hansel Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. (laughs) There are few funny bits, but otherwise there's nothing special about the cheesy Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. I thought it was okay. Yeah, I mean, I I liked it. I mean, you know, of course, you, you picked out the... Because one of the comics that it's been hot like last year or, or early this year was uh, X Men versus Avengers versus X Men. They have a series; it's a thirteen book series right. that came out, and the witch that was Fangby, excuse me, Femke Jensen. Fem, thank you, and of course uh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, who was uh, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, and she of course was. Gene Gray, so that you were like, there's your uh, Avengers versus X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, there it is. There it is. Hawkeye a- versus Gene Gray. <laughs> and, and, and Hot Sold won. 
Okay, now here's one. Again, not surprised. The Last Exorcism, part two. Which begs the question, if it's The Last Exorcism, why is there two parts, parts to it? <laughs> Just saying. There alone in the title tells you the movie's going to suck. <laughs> Here it is. If you loved the first film because you thought it put a new twist on the genre, you're better off pretending this movie doesn't exist. <laughs> Here's a movie that I, I, my sister saw, and she said she thought it was, eh, we are, we're the Millers. Oh, okay. We're the Millers sets up a subversive premise that never pays off. Content in plumbling actors with sub- situational comedy cut from the hangover cloth. Like a long road trip with the family, this one speeds along without any bumps. Okay, but isn't that a good thing then? You don't want bumps? Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. All right, whatever. So. There you go. There you go. And then, what else? What's what's your articles? Confirmed. Marvel makes final Guardians of the Galaxy casting call. This this does not surprise me at all. Of course, you know, back in August, uh, the Reddick star, Vin Diesel. Just get to the point. (laughs) Because this is the who didn't know this article of the night. (laughs) Well, he's going to play Groot in the Garden City of the Galaxy. Groot. Groot, sorry. I knew this months ago. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. Why don't you tell me? Because everyone (laughs) saw it. I didn't. Like I, it's like it's not the final casting call. The movie's almost done. The movie technically is done. It's just the voiceover work. <laughs> That's what he's doing. He's doing voiceover. Work. Yeah, he's doing the voiceover work for group. But I, I knew that like back when, like this was to me like the duh article of the week. Like sometimes you pull that article or you're given an article that I just go, dude, I I, I knew that for like three weeks now. Like <laughs> and you're like. Oh, I don't know. Just goes to show how much how much time you spend on the internet. <laughs> Apparently not enough. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I knew he was going in the meeting, and even back then, people were saying, oh, he's going to be probably Groot for Guardians of the Galaxy. Then I'm also on James Gunn's Facebook page, the director of the movie. Yeah. He mentioned it a couple times during the course of like the tenure of him doing the film. Well, the thing is, it's not like I'm not interested in seeing this movie because I want to see it because it is a Marvel movie. Right. So I will see it. But the thing is, is that it's, it's like I really have. It's like if I see something for Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like, eh, you know, I'm just going to pass over it. Like, it's not something I'm going to read like, oh, wow, there's some more information that I'm going to, you know, enjoy. You know, it's like, all right. And I'm going to be surprised pretty much through the whole thing. Well, I mean, you can just be surprised. I don't know much about the movie either, but... Because I don't know much about the characters or anything. I I never read the comics, so... Neither do I, but we are a show that deals with geek culture. Yes. So even if you're not interested in the movie per se, you might want to pull a factoid or two out because there's people out there who might be interested in because they're fellow geeks. Just because we don't like a subject... It's our job. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's a couple of times we've had conversations that we're not going to mention on the show. Well, other people might, who cares about it? <laughs> I, this is my show. I, yeah, but some of the stuff that you pulled were like, okay, first, again. <laughs> you know, that's that's why I that's why during the week I try and, and hand you these articles so you can read them. So you can say yes or no. And I assume when you, when you don't answer me back, you're like, that's yeah, fine. Right. So now, basically, so what you're saying is you want me to be the kind of guy that goes, no, don't do that, Ricardo, because we can't talk about it? Yeah. 
Where's the comedy then? If it's just you and me in a room going, yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good too. No, I think that's good too. Like, <laughs> you pull an article that you find an interesting and factoid, and I just go, yeah, I knew about that three weeks ago. <laughs> but there's sometimes you pull an article that I just think I'm like, really? What? Like, okay. Like, again, last week, case in point, the Lego incident. Three weeks, you did a Lego article. No one cares. Just because you don't care doesn't mean others don't care. There might be Lego geeks out there that can enjoy those articles. I completely understand. But if every week you have to highlight a Lego article, you're really... I'm I'm just getting what the internet gods give me. (sighs) If they find me other articles that are going to be much more interesting, controversial... They're there. It doesn't have to be controversial. It has to be someone. It's like this guy paid had a bunch of people pay him to buy Legos that he shipped overseas to have another guy build a car and then send it back to him. Genius. That works. <laughs> Genius. I fell asleep as I was talking about it. <laughs> Genius. No. All right. So what else you got? <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence is named Associate Price Entertainer of the Year. I saw this in the article this, I posted. You, you sent me, yes. Uh-huh. So I there you it. go. But there's something you're interested in. <laughs> no, I thought this would be an interesting conversation because of the fact that who did she beat up by one fucking vote? Oh, she beat out Miley Cyrus. <laughs> exactly. That means these people thought that Miley Cyrus was, what's that phrase that Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence was Quoted as what? What's the uh, entertainer award? of the year? Yeah, entertainer of the year. That there was a room full of people <laughs> that thought Miley Cyrus was entertainer of 2013. Wow. Jennifer Lawrence won an Oscar earlier this right, year for Silver Linings Playbook. Of course, she was filming X Men: The Last Stand, and she's all- and now she's in American Hustle. That they and- are talking again about a, uh, another uh, Academy Award and the Hunger Games sequel. Yes, I forgot about that one. Yes. Okay, and she narrowly beat out by one vote because Miley Cyrus shook her skinny white ass on stage. That's right. And stuck her tongue out. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally want to walk in this room and just go, what are you, fucking stupid? Like, what was the criteria? 15 of the 70 ballots submitted to vote for was for Lawrence, 14 for Miley Cyrus. And what was the other one? Uh... I think the article does say. The Netflix wound up taking third place with 13 votes. Okay, now I can agree with that. I, I, would, think, I would think the that, order would be for me Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence, Netflix, Netflix Miley Cyrus. Exactly. That's what it should Actually, I'm still going to go with Jennifer Lawrence, Netflix, something else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anybody else. Us. <laughs> It should be we Jen- should, Jennifer Lawrence. We should be above Netflix. Miley. It should be Jennifer Lawrence, Netflix, Geeksters, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yes. And we've only been doing this show live on air for what, three months now? Yeah, four months? Four months, yeah. We should be entertainers of the year before Miley Cyrus. Netflix, I get because they, del- they delved into original programming. Right. And apparently their shows are getting like I I got the I grabbed the Golden Globe nominations. We'll skim through that maybe like the third hour. Okay, maybe because there's some really good stuff in there, and there's also like a couple like she's nominated for a couple Golden Globes. Jennifer Lawrence, yes, but Miley fucking Cyrus, 
<laughs> okay, now, I, my mom, God rest her soul, loved Hannah Montana. Loved that show. Yeah, but, you Not know, you're, you're talking, like, then, but yeah, but the was, Disney darling but, then. But I'm going to say that, that she has that, that following, sure. But this year's... Okay, maybe if you're looking at it from a freak show entertainment aspect, maybe. Because, let's face it, she is completely going batshit crazy. Yeah. With the whole sticking her tongue out. I mean, she literally looks like like a, a camelot sometimes. <laughs> with the tongue sliding out her face. Like, like, is she trying to... Like, I understand she's in her early 20s. And she's trying to be rebellious and trying to be like her own person. But everything she's doing just looks stupid. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with me, Ed. <laughs> I was trying to drink while. <laughs> yes, I saw. I think you could tell with the click clicking of the bottle. <laughs> like I do it too. See, look. That's my iced tea. My yeah, Carolina honey that's iced tea. What you, that's what you call it. So I can't believe that Jennifer Lawrence just narrowly bit out Miley Cyrus. <laughs> this, I mean, I like. What was the name of the group that decided this? The Associated Press. The I want to like write to the Associated Press. I actually, I would like to drive there and just go. Can I? Out of how many people are in this this committee? Seventy. Seventy. Line them all up in a big circle, and then let me walk around and smack everyone in the back of the head. Those 70 people that voted for Miley Cyrus. <laughs> you 70, crisscross applesauce in a circle. What? Chris, my girlfriend says. Who, Indian style. Crisscross applesauce. Uh, it's a southern thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so I get everybody okay. to sit crisscross applesauce in, the, in a room. There's 70 people. And I go, okay, whose first plan was it to nominate this ditzy, skinny, bucktooth bitch? And then take that person, drag them out to the center of the circle, and beat them profusely with a phone book. <laughs> Won't leave any marks, but it'll hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> Just beat them senseless, drag their moaning body back into the circle, and go, now for you people who voted for this idiot. Who <laughs> the 13 others that voted for her. And just walk around and just smack him in the back of the head. <laughs> a la Gibbs style Jethro Gibbs from NCIS style Just smack in the back of it Except with a pair of breast knuckles <laughs> Or use the phone book The new bloodied phone book That's probably torn from hitting the person too hard <laughs> Or a sack of nickels Right in the back of the legs <clears throat> Apparently he put some thought into this no, I'm just going through what I've done in the past. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Didn't always used to be a radio personality. Fraction of occasional law or two. <laughs> you've done, you've done, you've done horrible things, Ed. Terrible things. I can't bring them up on air. Like farting. That I could bring up. That's nature's gift. Can I, can I return that? No. It's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I really don't want to refund. I just want to give it back. I'm just saying. It's like pass it on. <laughs> I don't think so. All right, whatever. I'm just saying. These guys were fucking idiots. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence, not only is she cute and adorable. Oh, so adorable. Just 
everything she does is funny and good and she is literally America's sweetheart. Yes. Do no wrong. Not in my eyes. <sighs> okay. All right. So what else you got? All right. These next few, because I actually didn't think we'd have a show tonight, just due to the fact of the gas leak that we're, was... Okay, now let's let's dial that back. We were going to have a show, but it was just going to be a version of the podcast. Right. Instead of doing it live on air, doing the three hours or two and a half total without the breaks and whatnot, we were just going to do a like, regular podcast. Yes. And I'd be home in time to watch like the, the Eagles-Dallas game or something. Right. But, but uh, you know... So I had to quickly put these articles, so I didn't really read them. I read them somewhat, and... Uh, <clears throat> Is there a score yet? Yes, there is, but I told you I'm not going to bring it up in the air. Oh, okay. Well, there's people who care. Philadelphia is leading 3 nothing, But the person that we got, you got a new country? Yeah. Sweden. Right. You think Sweden knows what football is? No. Well, they do, but it's, it's not, not our version fo- of football. Football, right. So, hey, everybody in the football game, the Eagles versus Dallas, Eagles are winning 3 nothing. They're like, they got three goals? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> it's American football. Oh, the pussy sport. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah. To them it is. <laughs> so I thought I had more time to prepare, which I didn't. So I'm just going to try and read these through these article next few articles as best I can. So I apologize. Of course, though, I think people enjoy me flutter through these things horribly. How Man of Steel success killed that long delayed Shaz- Shazam flick. Okay. Apparently, they were, of course, you know, Superman and Captain Marvel, who's now known as Shazam. Have been going back and forth from 1930. Actually, got sued because of the similarities of the two characters, and of course, you know that really didn't pan well, yeah, out well. Be, yeah, well, basically, the story is is that DC bought the company that was doing Shazam, well, Captain Marvel, Marvel at the right, time. Right. When they bought the rights, apparently, they had a, DC had to work out a deal with Marvel to be able to use the name Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And then in twenty third, well, in twenty twelve, when they decided to bring back the character Captain Marvel, they just gave him the name Shazam. Right. But there's been TV shows called Shazam in the past, so I think most people kind of associate him as that name anyway. Yeah, right. So that's why it's popular as Shazam and not as Captain Marvel. Right. So, so was, they were going to make a movie. Yes, apparently. But then, of course, when they made the Man of Steel film, that really hurt their credibility because they didn't think that it will do well going against Man of Steel. Okay, well, the idea that they're actually going to make it in the first place, I give them props. Right. But you know what? i got to be honest. I think it would still work better as a kid's show versus a movie. Oh, I agree. I mean, I, I just, I don't think Captain Marvel or Shazam is popular yeah, enough. Just Shazam. I know. I, I just, it, I'm so used to Captain Marvel. Right. It's one of, those, one of those nerd things that you just can't get out of. Yeah, my heart Whatever, I've always called him Shazam. I never, never once called him Captain Marvel. <laughs> I used to be correct a lot in, in uh, comic book stores about it. You know, like, oh, Shazam. Oh, so, a... Yeah, Shazam. You mean Captain Marvel? Yeah. So, I thought that was always an interesting <laughs> character, because especially he was a kid, Billy Batten, who says Shazam, and he's now this man. Right, he's, got, he's got the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the... Uh... It's basically all the Greek gods kind of wrapped up in the one, or the Greek mythology wrapped up in the one character, for the so, most part. So they, so everybody thought because of Man of Steel that nobody would would really prefer Shazam at this no point. No one watches Shazam movie. Exactly. So to agree, to, I agree to a certain point. I mean, you probably can get away with it on the, the CW, like a look behind Arrow and Flash. Yeah. You know, the CW could be the 
you know, the comic book works <laughs> you know, <laughs> network where you can just throw comic book TV shows. Like, I mean, I it, mean, I, I mean, the more I think about it, though, it's just, I mean, you really have to really bring him in the limelight and really, you know, flush him out. Maybe as a cartoon or cartoon network or something like that. But, you know, people would like you have to reintroduce him into society. society right. To really bring him back because people mm. like, oh, Shazam. And it's just like, do you really know enough about him? No, you know, and right. it's, you know, that's the, that's the problem I think people will have with it. Yeah. I mean, obviously the studio wants kids running out in the street going Shazam and then pretend superhero that way versus the old, I'm Batman. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> like I, as a kid, <laughs> throw it a piece of metal. Yeah. Somebody has a batarang. As a kid being named Sean, it was very easy for me to get the whole Superman logo and pretend I'm Superman. I never really was a Superman fan. I was more of a Spider-Man dude. So I was a little kid. I'd be like flip, flip, you know, like doing the whole swinging through, pretend I was swinging through the house on spider webs kind yeah. of thing. But then, you know, if I was a kid nowadays, it'd probably be Batman. Batman or Iron Man, like somebody cool. Shazam is basically a little kid who gets these powers inadvertently. Yeah. And it's Shazam. I'm an adult. Yeah. It's basically like giving... But still, the kind of mentality of a child. Yes, because he never Simple. really. Yeah, he never not like not Na- like, naive. Yeah, very hopeful and big. The world is good and right, and I'm a superhero, so I can do good and right. Mm-hmm. But then it's kind of like, hey, you know, it's like eh. so. Basically, he's like a take. It's like it's like watching give Tom Hanks's character in Big the ability to fly. Yeah. That's kind of how Shazam is. Ch- very childlike, very kind of like, gosh, Charlie G. <laughs> and that shit don't fly today in the post world of, you know, in the world where the Avengers kick ass and take names and Superman's moody and Batman is brooding. You don't want the G. Golly Whitaker guy. Even they changed Spider Man to a brooding prick. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, it's just like, wow. <laughs> I, I, again, I don't, I don't. I'm really excited to see the new movie because of the character, but I don't like him, like the character, how he's portraying the character. Yeah. I just like, I'm like, that's not Pete. Pete's a wisecrack and smart Alec that. Nah, nah. Yeah. It sounds like more like a bully. He's more like a bully. Yeah, he comes across more yeah. like a bully. Yeah. American cocksucking bully. Yeah. Limey prick. Sorry. Sorry. What's next? <laughs> All right. Actually, well now, since before you, while uh, you kind of get anything, Internet rumor of the week. Yes. Denzel Washington playing John Stewart. The John Green... Stewart? No, Lex Luthor. No, John Stewart. John Stewart, Green, Green Lantern. No, because the other net rumor is Joaquin Phoenix playing Lex Luthor. Wow, I must have read that article wrong then. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, apparently they were looking for, like, I read. It, again, it's rumors, which means 90% of it is bullshit. Right. First of all, Denzel Washington doesn't need to be Green Lantern. <laughs> hey, Denzel, you want to be a superhero, Green Lantern, John Stewart? He'd be like, fuck you, I'm an Oscar winner. <laughs> like, really, you want me to wear green tights? I'm Denzel fucking Washington. <laughs> um, over well, to the age of 50. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. You know, again, my first one, Idris Elba. Of course. Because he man could do anything. Because you can't get... I mean, I wouldn't even say Samuel Jackson could not play that character. Idris Elba has that military attitude mm-hmm. that I think works. Denzel Washington? No! <laughs> First, no. 
Because I think what it comes down to is Denzel looks at him and goes, you want me to do what? <laughs> I'm the guy from Glory. Well, I'm the guy from Training Day. Like, <laughs> you want me to don on fucking green tights and go, you know, in the brightest day, blackest night, no evil? What? <laughs> Give that to somebody well, who gives a shit. I'm Denzel fucking Washington. <laughs> Well, you, I mean, I know it's a rumor and it's probably all bullshit and it's probably not even close because probably somebody thought, oh, just, you know, John Stewart. And then, boom, you know, here's a first black man you think of the, that would actually be somebody that could, you know, be a part of this movie and make a major impact type of style movie. But the thing is, is that maybe like if, if it was somewhat true and Denzel was like, you know, I always wanted to be a superhero. Like like that was one of the things when I was acting, you know, I was always wanted to play it. Like a superhero style. I know. I I, I, re- I would be surprised if that phrase came out of his mouth. I can understand Affleck. I can understand a lot of the younger actors today. Right. Because of how they were influenced as. To right. Be yeah. Actors. Because I mean, especially some of the older actors, like they got um, Robert Redford to be in the Avengers movie. He's going to be one of the upper Shield agents in the movie. And the new Captain America movie. You said Avengers movie. Oh, I'm sorry. And yeah, but, but but the thing is, like the the point I was trying to make is is that like I don't think he really wanted to be in a superhero movie, but he wanted to be still relevant. I yeah, but you trying to tell me Robert Redford can worry about that? Denzel Washington was just in a number one movie this summer called Two Guns. Yeah, he doesn't need a superhero movie. Robert Redford's not even a superhero movie because it's being played more like a political thriller. Yeah, he's not in a suit and tights. He's an office schlub. Like he's going to be the guy that I, this is his role. Cap, we're dismantling Shield because of the fuck up from New York. Now you can either be with us or against us. What what Fury does is he intimidates through fear. We have no proof. It's more of a political correct kind of world, and you need to be more modern and not as ancient. Right. That's the kind of guy who's going to be. You don't need, you can have anybody. And yes, I will say Robert Redford being a part of that movie does make me go, wow. Yeah. But I don't really see it as like a lead. I see it more like a, because the leads. I don't, I mean, it's not going to be a major, major character impact on the movie. I don't think, or not a major impact. Uh, It probably will be actually. I think it, I think it adds credibility uh, to the movie. Yeah. Uh, But I don't think, I don't think he's really doing it to be relevant. I think that, you know... Well, I mean, you know, I think he wants to try and do some kind of role. You know, like, he doesn't want to not... He doesn't want to really retire from acting, you know, kind of thing. And he, he's just, not... he just did a movie not too long ago where he was um, alone on a boat. It's actually um, in one of the Golden Globe nominations. Robert Redford is nominated for Best Actor, I think, in a most dra- drama where he plays a man on a boat. Just oh, really? him. Just him. Wow. Yeah. The Winter Soldier. I don't really think he cares. To him, it's a paycheck. Okay, that's my I'm, that's much my feeling. I'm, I'm, you know, all right. We have two different point I mean, of views on this. It's like saying Brian Cranston should be a great Lex Luthor because he looks great bald from Breaking Bad. Like, do I think he could probably pull off the role? Sure, but really, like that's I think people's most like they're both their biggest thing is oh i know him as as you know walter white and breaking Ben. he was a badass he'd be a great lex luther lex luther is a completely different character than walter white right so just because he looks great bald 
doesn't necessarily mean he could do the role. Right. But like, I mean, with Joaquin Phoenix being like Warner Brothers wants Joaquin Phoenix to be Lex Luthor. There I, the, I'm, just, <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not, I mean, cause I just, I'm seeing the new trailer that he's in the new movie. It's called her. Right. You know, and I, I didn't really know it was Joaquin Phoenix. Like I said, I was, I was kind that of a hair lip. Didn't, uh... Well, he had his mustache. He's got uh, that cover. Okay. He's got a mustache covering that up, but his, because he's not really talking as much in the trailer. Right. So you really, you know, you're not really getting his dialect <clears throat> to pick it up. Because he's nominated too. Okay. Is he? Yeah. For that movie. For that movie? Yeah. Jeez. It's basically because he falls in love with an artificial intelligence in his computer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the like, trailer like, looked Has good. that been done already? Yeah. yeah, I think it was called Simone or something like yeah. that. <laughs> but yeah, this one is like because it's a learning AI kind of thing. It's like Siri except to the nth power. Right. So she's able to learn. It sounds like uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yes, it enough. is. And there you go. Yeah. So she learns how to, like, basically she's non-existent. But she learns how to fall in love with this guy. Yeah. So, I, I just I don't know. I mean, uh, to me, I'm not really interested in the movie. That's the thing that's really kind of throwing me off. And right. then you, you see something like that, and then you're like, yeah, he's got there to rumor him to be Lex Luthor. You're like, yeah, just because of that movie, I really don't want a part of it. I, and I do think too. I think it's Warner Brothers now going like, it's not Zack Snyder saying I want Joaquin Phoenix. Right. It's, it's, it's Warner the Brothers studio too, going. Right. You know who we want? We want Joaquin Phoenix. Like, I can see Snyder going, I want uh, Affleck. Right. You know, I can see Snyder going, I want Godot. Right. You know, but then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, who are we going to have? And then Warner Brothers stepping in going, oh, we want, we want, if you want the $150 million to make this movie, we want Joaquin Phoenix to be Lex Luthor. Why? Because he's got this nomination for, in the Golden Globes. Yep. You know. Speaking of Gal Gadot. That's the same. I was just saying, speaking of Gal Gadot, she responds to the Wonder Woman criticism. Well, okay. this is this is one of the articles. I mean, it's a short article, but it really kind of it shows you where her perspective on this role comes in. It, it kind of pissed me off. I have to say, I, I, I was really kind of angered by like, I really like like I mean, you're 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 the Wonder Woman Freak. Well, yeah, to a certain degree. I mean, right. I do believe Wonder Woman has a certain look, a certain style, and should should. Right, and I mean, I agree with you with the most part. I'm not saying like I disagree right. with you that kind of right. thing. But I'm like, it's not like if Wonder Woman's not in this movie, it don't matter to me. Like kind of thing. Like uh, I'm, yeah. I mean, you're, now I'm looking forward to the fact of Batman and Superman interacting with right. each Wonder other. Wonder Woman to me being in this movie is just overkill and pointless. Right. I think they're just they're trying to shoehorn her in. To help reach the twenty fifth, twenty seventeen goal of event, the Justice League movie, mm-hmm. but go ahead. Well, Godot says she represents <clears throat> the Wonder Woman of the New World. Ugh! So you know, and is this, this a direct quote? This is a direct quote. So these these are these are actual quotes. So she she also was continuing on. She goes, breasts anyone can buy for nine thousand she- uh, dollars, shekels, and everything is fine. She joked, adding, Wonder Woman is an Amazon, and historically accurate Amazon Amazonian women actually only have one breast. So if you want to go buy the book, I'd be problematic about it. So so basically she say like she, so I'm like she, I'm like I'm like, did you read a comic book? She's been- did somebody give like somebody go to DC, take up a few Wonder Woman issues, throw it in her face. 
Not even that. You know what? Because she seems such a fucking idiot. Hand her the Linda Carter series of Wonder Woman. Yeah, there's three seasons. Enjoy. You know, because it's a great series. Enjoy or that series. Pick up a book and read it. Here's the problem that bothers me the most is the fact that she's actually going to try to take Wonder Woman to a realistic place. Like, <laughs> like she, That's the thing that makes me laugh the that, most. Is like, yeah. that, that, that her mentality is, oh, well, you guys are going to bitch about the fact that I don't have a body. Number one, I'm working out. And number two, boobs are a dime a dozen. I can pay like 9,000 shekels. I can get myself a big pair of boobs too. However, if you want to be technical, you fucking geeks, real Amazonian women were missing a breast. That's because if they were bows and arrows and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But so I could go walk around. How would you like to have Wonder Woman with, no, with one boob? It's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> one big boob is better than two No boobs. Boob. Yeah. Uh, if I have to take that, I'll take we, it. We, she, she, we put her in the bustier. That those two small boobs, be one big boob in the center of her chest. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna get one big boob out of that. <laughs> I mean, th- th- you're gonna get a, a half a B cup. <clears throat> I mean, and look, I'm, it's it's stupid and it's misogynistic in a way. I guess. Yeah. You know, it's very male chauvinistic to say that I think Wonder Woman should have a decent body. Right. You know, at least a fit body. And I don't see her being a fit form. Now, granted, we'll see in, We'll see when she's on the screen, if she pulls it off. I mean, this is, again, one of those cases like, all right, look, let's just... Heath Ledger didn't really do it for me until I saw him on screen. Right. Affleck was a little bit of a, huh? But I'm, I'm team Affleck now, because uh-huh. I can go, all right, you know what? I can see him doing it. I'm on the wait and see camp. Right. And... So again, with her, I'm 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 in the wait and see. My- yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll do the wait and see with her. But I mean, it's just it's just these kind of responses that it's just she's like, fucking clueless, right? And I mean, you know, it's just like it's like okay, you really don't want to objectify Wonder Woman. It's too late. It's not like all of a sudden we're going to restyle Wonder Woman just because you know women's groups are against it. And it's just like she's been like this for at and least sixty years, not only maybe that, more. But- who knows? I don't. Yeah, probably some nerd will tell no, me no. eventually. Yeah, but who cares? That's not the pro- That's not the point of this, of this statement. It's just the fact that that she's been drawn a certain way for all these years. They've did a television series that stuck with it that worked worked well. I thought, and I just think that it's too late now for you to change her in a completely different direction of design. You know, like it should be something similar to that. Because you know he's going to change the costume. Sure, because he changed Superman's costume. Yeah, but the, but again, like that Superman costume is very close to the new Fifty Two costume, right? Because right when they were designing it, stuff that's where I think a lot. I think that the DC creative team got together and went, "How are we going to draw Superman? How are we going to draw Batman? We have to make them reflect that way in our live action films to sell comic books." Right. Now with Wonder Woman, they tried her out in the pants for a little bit. And that's how it got worked into that really failed pilot. Yes. Even by the end of the pilot, she was in her shorts. Yeah, they switched it back to the shorts. They switched it back to the shorts. Yeah. In the comic book, she's in her shorts. She's in the booty shorts. Or a gladiator-type dress. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. They did that in the 50s with that design. Right. Yeah. The pants part, to me, again, that that makes it, to me, more offensive. Right. Because I do believe that, you know, you don't have to... She could be sexy, she could be tough, she could be kick-ass, and she can wear whatever the fuck she wants to wear. But the moment like some outside force puts a pair of pants on her, you're basically butchering her up. How about this? Okay. Like those tight yoga pants? No. With a nice camel toe? No. 
No, because again, that to me is objectifying. That to me is over the top sexuality. Her, <laughs> yeah, her beauty, her beauty is not because not only because she's a hot woman, but because of who she is. Right. That to me is where her her inner strength, her ability to be able to stand toe to toe with any man and be better. Right. And also have a level of compassion for the world. Like, you know, we not, not that we all should get along, but she feels it's her job to protect the world because I love everybody. Right. And to me, that makes her a strong character. Yeah. Okay, so beauty aside, like, okay, you know what? She wants to be skinny. She wants to have no boobs. Okay, I get it. But she needs to at least be able to project that as a character. Right. I don't see it happening with her. Boobs aside, you know what? Fine, lop off a breast. I don't give a shit. It's not going to help your. It's not going to help your acting ability. <laughs> you have to sell me on the ability that you can do this job. Yeah. And if 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 we want to go by your track record, the Fast and Furious movies don't do it for me because the Fast and Furious movies you're sitting on your ass most of the time, driving. Right. You're not really acting. You're reacting. Right. Because I mean, you you have to take a Wonder Woman that can kick your ass, but yet project. <clears throat> The, the ability to love. Yes. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that inner strength that requires it. I, yeah. I, I just, I don't, like, I'm I'm hopeful. Like, maybe they saw something in a screen test that no one else saw. Right. Yeah. You know, we could be all blown away by her. It could be a Heath Ledger thing where you just go, oh, my God, I completely forgot the fact that she had no tits. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, the way she kicks ass. Yeah. Like, like even the girl who's in Thor. You know, the Sif, uh, Alexander, her name is. Okay. She looks great. And I don't think she's, she's not particularly built. No. But she looks great. She looks like Wonder Woman. Yeah. Now, granted, I understand you really don't want her because she is Sif. And, you know, DC should really try to find their own people. Right. You know, <laughs> but I. Stop stealing from Marvel. Yeah. I just think that, you know, <laughs> I, I, like I'm, I'm hopeful, but. When she starts going, like, she basically kind of went, like, like fuck you, nerds. If you want me to be real, be real technical, I can go walk out there with one tit. <laughs> like, I can just have one boob hanging out. And it's just like, really, you you had to take it to that level? <laughs> you don't know us, nerds. I mean, like, it's like. <sighs> you, can play, you can play this game, but we, we can go, not going not gonna to go to the movie. <laughs> or I'm only going to see it once. I think I think everybody's gonna go see it once, and I think I, I think her role is going to be so minute because it's probably be one of those bumper trailer type things right. or at the very end. I, I just I don't. I just I hope it's I I hope it's not I, a, a major impact on the story because I think too many characters does not work. Exp- I mean, it does work because our Avengers did it well, but the thing is that they all got their own movie per, first. first, so that was the thing. This they're doing this where it's just like these characters are going to come in during the Man of Steel two movie. You know, everybody's looking for the the face off between Batman and Superman. Yeah, and then you're going to add Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and maybe Green Lantern and yeah. possibly Aquaman or, or Flash. Flash. Yeah, I mean, you got there's too much on their plate for this second movie. I think, right. I think that their their reach is their grasp is their reach is longer than their grasp. Like, why don't you? Enjoy what you have in your hand. Right. Stop going further. Right. Like, I understand you need to look big picture. I get it. But don't try shoving a two and a half hour movie in their throats. Because all we want to see is Batman and Superman going at it. Right. What are you going to add Wonder Woman as a love interest now? Or 
are you going to have her just pop up like as Batman and Superman kicking each other's ass? All of a sudden, here comes the, excuse me, boys, what are you fighting about? Yeah. You know, hey, fellas. <laughs> all of a sudden, she's like, the, and she's in the, the 20s. <laughs> Golly gee, fellas, it sounds like there's trouble afoot. <laughs> <laughs> I just, come come with me my invisible plane. <laughs> I just I just don't see it happening. I, I I don't know. Like I said, I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be open-minded. And, and I'm not trying to be, like, overly sexist about it. Right. Because I mean, she's pretty, but she's not Wonder Woman pretty. Right. But in my eyes, I had a hard time figuring out who was Wonder Woman pretty in my eyes. Right. So that's the reason why I don't work in Hollywood. Because I'd be like, huh? No. Next. Well, you know, the magic of makeup can really, you know. Sure. I mean. Special effect makeup and all that kind of stuff know. can really, really. I really bring hope, around. I do hope they kind of beef her up, you know. Right. We'll see. Uh, padded bra. I don't know. I mean, even the boob things don't even bother me that much. It's the skinniness of her. Yeah. That really, really bothers me. Like this is this is your Wonder Woman, and you go, "Oh my God, she's a twig." Right. Like I don't care. Like the boobs are are indifferent to me as far as I'm concerned. Like as far as the cat, her boobs don't make her Wonder Woman. Right. It's Wonder Woman as a package that I'm concerned about. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, one missing element is is gone. You you could go, okay, you know, that's fine. See, I'm looking at okay, we got a, a, a 2012 Clubber Skate calendar, yeah, and that brunette, second in from the left, yeah, has got a nice body. I right. can see Wonder Woman having that body. She got the boobs, she's got the waistline, you know, she's not overly attractive. She's cute, but mm. I can see that. Put a bust a bustier on her, some you know, sh- ding ding bracelets on her. I think she needs more like muscle in the arm. Uh, probably, but yeah. still, that's a good baseline to start off. Start with, with yeah. I mean, she could always Just, work out and get the muscles in. Yeah, she's arms. got meat. She's got the definition of her, of her on her on her stomach. You know, but then again, that could be airbrushing. I understand airbrushing. Yeah, you know, but also too. That's the same. I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, you know, it's just like we were looking at it one way, and you know, based on what we see and what we yeah. the information we have, and going yeah. But you never know. I mean, she could turn us around. I mean, she could she could bulk up. She could muscle. They could give her implants well, I, or, or well, prosthetic no, uh, boobs. Because I think now at this point, by her by that comment, she took it personal. Yeah, she took it personally that a lot of people went, "She's got no body," and then she went, "Oh well, yeah." It's like, well, "Fuck you guys!" I can go, you know, blah blah blah. She took it personally. Hey. You know, but that, which right away means we won. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first of all, if she's going to knock it down to that level, it's like, bitch, we're just making a comment that you need to bulk up. You don't have a, you don't have the woman room body. We're hoping you do. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, yeah. Oh, nah, 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 nah. oh okay. okay. Someone's feelings are hurt. Yeah. Sensitive. Wonder Woman would be that sensitive. She'd be understanding. You just go watch, guys. Right. Prove. Don't, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. Just right. do it that way. Show it, prove us wrong by doing it on screen. Like Heath Ledger did with Joker. Right. Yeah. Well, the what brings up an interesting question. Say, like, you got picked for a movie. <laughs> All right. Okay. Superhero movie. Okay. Okay. I, I can't I can't think of what character. Uh, I couldn't think of what character I'd be either. Yeah. You know, but all right. I'd probably juggernaut. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. You know, and they see your picture on the internet and said, don't get insulted. Good. <laughs> Who's this fat ass that's, you know, going to play juggernaut? You know, okay, like, well, first of all, juggernaut is a fat ass. <laughs> All right, let's be honest. What's well, the blob, really? That's blob. Okay. okay. That bitch. <laughs> yes. So, 
There you go. That's my final comment on the Gal Gadot. Oh, one boob thing. <laughs> I can't believe it. That's just so stupid. I just, I just hope she does a great job. I hope the exact opposite. I hope that when she does such a bad job at it, they cut her. They cut her from the film and recast it. Recast her. That's the way I think about it. And folks, just let so you know what's going on in the studio right now. By studio, I mean Ed's basement. He does not look. He's turning green. My gas is so bad. How bad is it? It is so bad. That. <laughs> I want to shit myself. It is so bad else. that vultures are dying mid-flight. <laughs> it's. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and that's just a lingering one. Because I'm moving around in the seat. Ah, percolating. <laughs> time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. I'm going to have to throw that chair out. <laughs> <laughs> throw it out. You burn it. You'd be afraid to burn because I'm all that you know, <laughs> sulfur. <laughs> Big mini mushroom cloud. <laughs> Did atomic bomb go off? No, no. I burned the chair with Sean Farts. Farts trapped in a card cushion. <laughs> that could be the name of my book. Farts trapped in cushions. Fart. Uh, we got uh, Fushin, farts caught in cushions by Sean Richmond. <laughs> Short stories of love and adventure and gas. <laughs> <laughs> farts in the cushion. And we'll have, like, for the audio book, we'll have, like, some, like, distinguished gentleman talking about, like, uh, James Old Jones. Yeah. Faults in a Cushion by Sean Richmond. To fart in a cushion is a lovely feeling. Because not only do you get to smell it once, but you pat the cushion, you can smell it again. <laughs> New York bestseller. Here we go. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> As read to you by Muhammad Ali. <laughs> read to you by Morgan Freeman. I farted once in a cushion, and then three days later, I smelled it again when I sat down. <laughs> that cushion was a friend of mine. Get busy farting or get busy pooping. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, farts in the cushion, read by William Shatner. I've farted in the cushion <laughs> and made Ed's eyes tear up. He was so moved <laughs> by my passion. <laughs> 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 I want to move away. Farts in a cushion, read by Antonio Banderas. It is I, Antonio Banderas, reading farts from a cushion. Oh, to be a fart trapped in a cushion. To be cherished and then stored away. It is a beautiful thing. So says Antonio Banderas. Excuse me, I am Gassy. I am Antonio Banderas. This book has moved me. <laughs> it moved me to tears. <laughs> Farts in a cushion, as read by Sylvester Stallone. 
Yo, that fart, it kind of hung around for a while in that cushion. You might say, and then it, when it came back out, it passed, made the room pass out. Eh? <laughs> so you could guess it was greedy and lazy. Eh? Hey, yo. Wow. That, that fart was the bigger stinker than the grudge match. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, so this is the normal Jewish. <laughs> I'm multicultural. <laughs> yeah, I guess it didn't do too well, did it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't even make the top five. No. <laughs> yeah, so. And I went to see that, too. It looked funny, but, you know. All right, so... Uh, that's kind of the end of the second part, right? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm starting to lose track. I'm getting all woozy. The, the, the atmosphere <laughs> is getting all thick in here. And I'm like, what's going on, Ed? Puff, puff, gif. <laughs> Stop puffing. <laughs> so, as always, folks, if you're enjoying this fine, fine, fine programming, you can always listen to us on aquanetradio.com. On Sunday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard like Time. A, you sound like a PBS <laughs> Exactly. It's fine, fine program. Please donate. <laughs> exactly. See? <laughs> oh, again. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's coming. <laughs> Is he farting? It's it, stuff. It's, it's like we call that. Air bubbles that are in a fish tank. Just keep coming and every once in a while it'll low down and all of a sudden the, the treasure chest has to open up and then the bubbles come back out. <laughs> so once again, folks, if you're enjoying this fine programming by WelcomeNightRadio.com and brought to you by Geeksters, feel free to tune in live on Sunday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on, again, AquanetRadio.com or if you prefer, you can listen to us on iTunes Radio Tune in, iHeartRadio. All you have to do is just type in Aquanet Radio, and we'll come up. Yes. And you could always go to Facebook. At <laughs> I'll handle it from here, Ed. <laughs> Apparently, you can't focus under pressure. Can't of course, go. <laughs> of course, go to Geeksters, our Geeksters Facebook page, and like us. And if you want, you can go to wordswithgeeks.com, which is our webpage where you can catch not only this episode or older episodes to be able to stream live, or you can even listen to us on your mobile app devices. But if you want to talk to Sean about a stinky gas, you can contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to tell Ed, you should put that in his pipe and smoke it, <laughs> you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can say you can... Give your condolences to Erica. Because <laughs> I know she smells the stuff. No. <laughs> you can contact her at Erica with a K at Erica at wordsweekgeeks.com. <laughs> That's all, folks.